Hi, my loves. Welcome back to Practical Alchemy. Natalie here. And today I am sitting down with somebody who I admire so much because we're going to have a conversation around something that historically has carried a lot of shame around it, has carried a lot of stigma, and at the same time impacts half of the population and is super important. And so today I decided to bring on Daniela Levy, who is a badass, the founder and CEO of Happy V, and is helping erase the stigma of discussing women's health by arming us with high quality information and scientifically sound products. And so, Daniela, thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for having me. And everything you just said was like on point. This conversation around women's health and like vaginal health in general has just been so taboo for way too long. And I I love that you're opening up your space and allowing this conversation to happen for your audience to hear just like what I have to say, what Happy V is doing, and hopefully shift the direction in having more open conversations around women's health and especially vaginal health. That's just it. And I just want to preface the listeners, if you are a body with a vagina or your partner has a vagina, you know, this is the freaking birth portal. I know that in my growing up, being a Latina, there were so many words that we used to describe the vagina that were like minimizing it, making it more cute, making it like hush so that people wouldn't know what you were talking about. But it's people say the word like penis and dick without any second thought, but like the word vaginas, oh, whoa. And so I just have so much respect for the way the professionalism in which you carry it, the way in which you provide information, because the other side of the shame is the fact that there isn't a lot of readily available information. We're not really taught a lot, right? And so to be able to arm folks who have bodies with vagina, with female bodies, with information to just help them take better care of themselves, better understand themselves. I think the next breakthrough for the female population. And so I'm so stoked. And I love, so as a CEO, as a founder, I am like such a fan when companies stem from the founders solving an issue that they themselves face and can't find a solution. And so they create one. And it seems like that was the beginning of Happy V. So I'd love to start with your own journey. I know that you experienced BV, which is so powerful to talk about and to destigmatize because so many people experience BV and don't even realize what's wrong. They just think something's inherently wrong with them and there is no solution or they're ashamed. And so I'd love to start by hearing the story of how Happy V came to be, and also if you're open to sharing about your own journey with BV, bacterial vaginosis, yeah, just like starting there. Yeah. So going back to what you were saying, like growing up, there wasn't a ton of education around sexual health, vaginal health, reproductive health. Maybe we had one class that taught about bringing birth into this world or maybe like talking about our periods. And then also Grouping that with growing up in a Colombian Hispanic household, there was no conversations around that. When I did experience bacterial vaginosis for the first time, I thought that there was something wrong with me. I'm doing something wrong or am I not taking care of myself well enough? You start to point fingers at yourself and there has to be something that I'm doing wrong or that there's something wrong with my body. Because again, there's not a ton of education 
around these topics. And so when I started experiencing bacterial vaginosis, I was in my early 20s. I was in college. My lifestyle probably wasn't the best, like going out and drinking and having a good time. That's okay. But I remember going to see my gynecologist because I had no idea what this infection was. And that's when I first found out about bacterial vaginosis. And my doctor pretty much made it seem like this is normal. It's an infection. Here are antibiotics, and the antibiotics should do the trick. You know, I didn't really think much of it the first time. But then it happened a second, a third, a fourth, and it kept happening over and over again. And so I started switching up my gynecologist because every time I would go to a gynecologist, they would tell me the same exact thing verbatim, which was, this is normal. It's a bacterial infection. And for those of you who don't know what bacterial vaginosis is, it's just an overgrowth of harmful bacteria and it can cause your pH to become unbalanced. So the symptoms that are associated with this could be like an unusual odor and vaginas have a scent, but like this one is just very like pungy and just you'll know it smells like a little rotten and just off balance. And then also like an unusual discharge. You could get like an itch. It could be redness. Sometimes you could confuse this uh, with a yeast infection or maybe a UTI because some of the symptoms are a little similar. But every time I would go to a doctor, they would basically just tell me it's just a bacterial infection take the antibiotics, you'll be fine. And that just was not the case. So this went on for five years. And whenever I share this story on social, like on Instagram or a podcast or something, like people seem to be very alarmed with that because they're like, you dealt with this for five years. And yeah, because unfortunately at the time, there wasn't a ton of information online. There wasn't TikTok. There weren't people having these types of conversations And so that's the reason why it took five years to really figure out that, okay, I need to take this matter into my own hands because doctors are dismaying like the way that I feel, number one, because it does affect your confidence, your self-esteem, your mental health, because you're constantly thinking like, is this thing that I'm eating going to trigger it? If I go out with my girlfriends and drink some alcohol, is that going to trigger it? So I was always very self-conscious about it and always worried that there may be something that I interact with in my day-to-day life that could cause the bacterial infection to come back. So going, so five years dealing with this, I started going onto forums and going into Facebook groups and like talking to other women. And there are these groups of women on the internet that are talking about it. And they were sharing all of their stories. Like some of them had been struggling with it for 10 years some for five, some had to get divorced with their partner because they thought it was their partner. And then they were also sharing all of the different things that they were doing. So some women were doing hydrogen peroxide douches, which can also be very detrimental to your vaginal health, like sticking garlic cloves up their vaginas. Like there was a lot of things that were going on in these forums that women should not, or people with vaginas should not be doing because it can cause a lot more harm than good. And I get it. Desperate times call for desperate measures. That's when I realized there needs to be a solution that is going to get to the root cause of what's causing these vaginal infections. And at that time, this was like back in 2016 or 2017, I had started dating my partner, who is now my husband, Hans. And 
I didn't want to be intimate with him. I was like, look, I have to be completely honest with you. I have this issue called bacterial vaginosis. It comes and goes. And I just don't feel comfortable being intimate with you. And I thought I was going to scare him away because also partners can take that as like, is that an STD? Because they're not informed and they're not educated on it. So that was my time to educate him on what this was. And either this could be the breaking point to our relationship or it can make us stronger. So for him, he was actually very empathetic and he wanted to help me. So his background is in contract manufacturing of dietary supplements. So they make a lot of vitamins and supplements that you'll see in Amazon, Walmart, Target, etc. And his family has been manufacturing for over 25 years for lots of different brands. So he had this tool that I could tap into and I could talk to formulators and nutritionists that sat in their lab that I could just go up to and talk to them about what do these ingredients do? How do they work for vaginal health? How can we create something? In the beginning, it was just for me. So I was like, I just wanted something for myself to stop the cycle. And that's when we started exploring different probiotic strains and prebiotics and cranberry ingredients and all of these different types of natural ingredients. Because that was another thing. I wanted to get away from antibiotics and taking something that was over the counter. I wanted to do something more natural because over time, taking antibiotics does cause harm to your microbiome, your gut microbiome, also your vaginal microbiome. And it's just not the best thing that you should be taking on an ongoing basis for your health. So that's when one of our formulators helped us create this probiotic. I started taking it for about three to four months. And my BV did not come back. My gut health was amazing. My vaginal microbiome was the healthiest I had ever been. And I just felt on top of the world. And that's the moment that I was like, we need to share this with other women because like I said in the beginning, there are these women that are suffering and struggling with BV and yeast infections for years. And I was like, I want to share this gift with them. And that's how Happy V got started. <laughs> what an incredible journey. And first of all, I just want to thank you for being so vulnerable and raw and sharing your experience because it's something that's so personal and intimate, right? And I think so many people can feel ashamed and so things don't get talked about. But when conversations like these are brought to light, it helps build community around the fact that many people deal with the same issues. They're just not talked about. And so, so many people live on their whole life suffering in silence and alone because they think they're the only ones experiencing it. When in reality, BB impacts a high percentage of women. And I'm getting better at using better language of just bodies with vaginas, folks with vaginas. And so first of all, thank you for sharing your story and not just like on the podcast, but I know it's such a cornerstone of Happy V of your own story is what allowed Happy V to come to be what it is today. And how beautiful is it that your partner was like that missing link of I believe everything happens for a reason and like you're so on your dharma, on your soul's purpose and like the meeting of your partner was like that key that unlocked this realization of why you had been suffering. It's like there was a reason for you to have lived with that for yeah. five years. Yeah, and it's a reason why our 
paths crossed and I'm very thankful. I'm very thankful for him. And because a lot of times when people talk about starting businesses and even when I was like getting started, I had this, not a weight on my shoulders, but this thought in my head where I was like, people are going to say, oh, well, the only reason you have a business is because of your partner. But that's not true. Like we helped each other because if it wasn't for me having BV, he also wouldn't be in this position today. So we both helped each other out. And it came to that realization of was like, no, like you said it so beautifully. Like it was in the stars and the moon and everything. And like it was in our path. So yeah, just going back to that, I'm so grateful that I'm that I met him. Mm. And that we're <laughs> yes. Oh, congratulations. Oh my gosh. I just want to applaud the man that he is for holding space for you to navigate this condition that you had lived with. And it takes a very empathetic and connected and just a conscious man to be able to hold space for that and do so with grace and support. And I think that's wonderful. You definitely found a keeper for many reasons, for many reasons. So I want to understand and help the listener understand more about BV because I think you said it. People can oftentimes confuse it for UTIs. People can confuse it for yeast infections. And from my understanding, they're quite different. And so first, I want to understand from your research, from your team's research, what have you been finding are some of the causes of BV? Yeah. So there are many different causes and it may not just be one cause. It could be multiple causes. So one of them is starting with the feminine care products that you have. So back in the day, there were probably only two or three brands. Like I think when I was in high school and all of them had scents in them. And that's one of the worst things that you could put in your vagina or around your vulva because scents do trigger a pH imbalance. So it's funny because I remember seeing douches and I'm not going to name the brands, but I think a lot of us are very familiar which brands those are. And it's like white with flowers and like pastel colors. And it says like summer's breeze or smell like a jasmine. And it's already insinuating that we need to smell a certain way. And it's like molding us or making us believe that we need to smell like something that is not natural. It's not. Like our vaginas should not smell like flowers. Our vaginas have their own unique smell and it should be like a citrusy and everybody's smell does vary depending on your lifestyle and what you eat. But so it started with that. And that's one of the things that if you're doing, you should look into the ingredients, make sure there aren't any scents, make sure that there are organic or natural ingredients. And then also with your tampons or your pad, if you use that, making sure that it's like organic cotton, that it doesn't have scents at all either. And then from there, it's like cotton underwear, making sure that you're allowing your vagina to breathe and wearing non-restricting clothing. I know a lot of us like to go to yoga and Pilates and we'll sit in our yoga pants for a while. We should also try not to do that because moisture can allow bacteria to grow. And so you want to prevent that from happening. Drinking a lot of water. So if you're dehydrated, that acidity can also cause your pH to become imbalanced. Alcohol and caffeine, if you're overdoing it with those two beverages, it can also cause pH imbalance. 
So those are a couple of the things that can cause an overgrowth of bacteria, as well as candida, which causes yeast infections. Yeah, it's funny because growing up in high school specifically, I dealt a lot with yeast infections and some of them would be prolonged. And I'm wondering if I actually had BV the entire time and just didn't know. And to your point of diet, the gut microbiome, I've also heard that sugar is a big culprit of having that candida imbalance, which can lead into the pH balance, the bacterial balance of your vaginal health. And so it's all these things to take into consideration. But I think it's so wonderful how you worded it of we have been conditioned to think that, A, that part of our bodies needs to be scented differently because otherwise there's something wrong with how it naturally is. And I think part of this movement of people taking control back, having sovereignty over their bodies, rewriting the narrative around their bodies, I just feel like this overarching theme of the change that's happening as a society of dismantling all of those ways in which we as women and folks who identify as women are structured to believe of what we need to be, how we need to smell, what we need to look like. And I just think it's so powerful that you're doing this and you're leading that movement through a product that also helps people. It's beautiful. Thank you. And yeah, and even going back to our partners, especially like our male counterparts, they are also being conditioned to believe that women or females need to smell a certain way. So when you're being intimate with your partner, they already assume that you should smell like a certain way. And so it's just affecting both genders. And yeah, we need to continue to spread this message and talk about it because vaginas have their own unique smell. And that's completely normal and okay. Totally. So I want to double tap on something that you said earlier of BV can also be very similar to a yeast infections. It can have similar symptoms as UTIs. And there seems to be some misconception and confusion between the three. And I would love if you could elaborate on what the difference is between those three conditions that people can experience. Yes. So Bacterial vaginosis is caused by an overgrowth of bacteria, and the most common bacteria is Gardnerella vaginalis. There are a couple of other strains, but 90% comes from Gardnerella vaginalis, and if you were to go to a doctor, they would be able to identify which bacteria is causing that. And then the symptoms for that are unusual odor, unusual discharge, so the discharge would look like milky, grayish. Sometimes it could be a little white or yellowish. It really depends on the person, but those are seem to be like the most common colors. And then excessive discharge. So it's like a lot. Also itch and irritation around the vulva. And then when it comes to a yeast infection, that's caused by an overgrowth of candida. And the most common candida that causes that is candida albicans. And then the symptoms for that are usually like a cottage cheese-like discharge. You've probably heard of that one before. And then there's itchiness associated with it because of the discharge. And also there could be irritation, especially after sex. So both infections, all three actually. If you have sex when you have an infection, you're going to notice that you have more irritation just because of the friction um, and also because of the discharge. And then when it comes to a UTI, 
there is usually no discharge, but there is pain when you're urinating. You can also feel like pelvic pain. Some people feel like some back pain. And then there's also irritation around the vulva or redness. But the most common that I've heard with urinary tract infections is the burning when peeing and like having to think that you have to pee often. And then the bacteria that causes UTIs is the most common one is E. coli. So those are the three. Yeah. And then the E. coli, the way that it can make its way up the urinary tract is you've probably heard before, don't wipe back to front, wipe front to back because in the, around the anus, you could have bacteria there and you could be spreading that bacteria into the vagina that would go up the urethra. And then also, uh, if you're not changing out of your underwear, like just bacteria can grow in that. And then that could be the bacteria that causes that Mm. issue. Thank you for breaking all of those down. I honestly feel like my living hell is having a UTI. It's like, (laughs) even just thinking about it, I'm like, God, no. Honestly, they're all so bad. If somebody told me pick one, yeah. I like I don't want either yeah, of them. None. No, not thank you. you. <laughs> I just want to feel good. <laughs> That's it. We just want to feel good. It's yeah. already complicated enough being in a female body. Let me just feel good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so at Happy V, you also create products for urinary health, for gut health. And I'm so curious, is there a connection? between vaginal, urinary, and gut health? So if you're not taking care of your gut, you're going to see it reflect in other areas of your body. The gut is like like the heart of your entire body. And so you'll start to see if you're somebody that like experiences issues with eczema or like hair loss, vaginal infections can be a contributor. So you do have to take care of your gut health in order to have a healthy vaginal microbiome as well as like your urinary tract health needs to be in tip-top shape. So if anybody was – if you're listening in right now, I would suggest that the number one thing you should be taking care of is your gut health 100%. Yeah. No, the gut, I feel like in the recent years, there's been so much research, so many studies, so many conversations around gut health. I feel like we're going to look back – in 20 years and just think it's so comical how little we knew about the connection of the gut to literally our entire existence. It definitely, we actually go to this show in Vegas. It's called Supply Side West. And it's an industry show for the nutraceutical space, which is for all the natural ingredients. And they have all of the science coming out for all of these ingredients that they're doing research on, years and years of research. And the number one research that they're doing when it comes to natural ingredients is gut health and how gut health is connected to everything, how it's connected to your brain, how it's connected to your liver, like every area of your body that you can think of. There's so much research going on right now because we're only scratching the surface when it comes to our gut health and how we can make sure that it's the healthiest that it can be. Totally. Oh my God. That must be like Disneyland for you. (laughs) Yes. I love it. It's so exciting. And it's just, it's great to see uh, how people are helping in in the natural space. It's a great show. Mm, That's amazing. So thank you for shedding so much light and information. I would like to shift gears just a little bit, still staying on the topic of Happy V. 
I'm curious to learn more about your journey as an entrepreneur, as somebody who's walking their dharmic path. I think especially I'm curious to hear about your experience as an entrepreneur in a space that for so long and still is considered taboo in different parts of the country, even different parts of the world around an industry that has held shame around it. And so did you always know that you wanted to be an entrepreneur or is it something that you've grown into in your own way? So I always wanted to be an entrepreneur, but there are two differences between being an entrepreneur and working for yourself and you're the only person in your company versus being an entrepreneur and starting a whole entire company with other people. I myself consider myself more of like an introvert and I did see myself always wanting to start my own thing, but I wanted to just be me. So I used to freelance and do social media management on the side before I started Happy V and I worked for other brands, but like consulting. And I managed everything on my own. But then when I started Happy V, then it was bringing other people into the mix and understanding how different people are, different work styles, and getting a group to be excited about what we're doing. So that was very different for me and also my first time ever doing something like that. So there have been a lot of learnings and I am still learning as the company continues to grow. But I've also grown as a person building Happy V and learning from different individuals that have just a different background, have a different mindset, have a different view of whether it's vaginal health or just like women's health in general, it's been an amazing journey. I can definitely sit here and say that I love what I do and I love my team. And I'm so grateful to be in the position that I'm in right now. But if you would have asked me this like in my early 20s, I would have been like, I can never imagine working with a group of people on something. So that's truly incredible. And I imagine you have a team, you have manufacturers that you work with, there are so many different things that you manage from day to day. How do you, as an entrepreneur, as a CEO, as a founder, take care of yourself? What are some of the practices that you love resorting back to fill your cup? And yeah, so two ways that I like to take some time to take care of myself. One is working out, whether that's like first thing in the morning or or if I like don't get to it in the morning, in the afternoon, it's the thing that keeps me at peace. And so that's what I found my way that I can like disconnect and not think about anything. Like I'm in my zone, I'm working on myself, I'm pushing myself in a different way, pushing my body in a different way. And the biggest thing is like just being able to disconnect because one of the things that's really hard as an entrepreneur and as a business owner is being able to just turn off your phone, turn off your email and get to it later because you always feel like the sense of, I need to reply, like I need to get back to them because they're waiting on me. Somebody's waiting on me. So that's one of the ways that I found to, that's helped me. And then the other one is traveling. So whenever I travel, yes, I'm working, but I do enjoy being able to spend time, whether it's my friends or my family and in another destination where I can go and explore and like again, disconnect and put my mind to something else. Because I think the biggest thing is I'm always thinking about the business and it's not the best thing because you need to have hobbies and you need to be able to give yourself the time to work on yourself, work on your family. 
but it's really difficult at times. And so you do have to find those other distractions to get your mind off of projects that you're working on or whatever your team is trying to get a hold of you on. So yeah, I would say those have been the two biggest ways that have helped me take care of myself. I love that. It always amazes me when I meet female entrepreneurs who are managing big organizations and yeah, I'm always just so curious. And so to talk more about Happy V, what are some of the products that you're loving right now? And I'm also curious, like, what are some of the ingredients that you really stand by like as a supplement that you think really supports women's health? Yeah. So the products that I'm loving right now is our digestive enzymes. One thing that I found as I've gotten older is that not everything that I eat loves me, (laughs) but I love it and I want to continue to eat those foods. And so the digestive enzymes have really helped. Like whenever I know that I'm going to eat something or indulge in a dish that I enjoy, but I know that it might not sit well with me. I love taking the digestive enzymes like 30 minutes before and I don't feel bloated. I don't feel like I'm having indigestion issues or feeling like constipated. (laughs) But yeah, so I'm really loving that product. And so is the rest of my team. Like everybody raves about this product. We recently reached 100,000 followers on Instagram and we got this big cake. And we were all freaking out because we're like, we want to eat the cake, but we don't want to feel bloated and fatigued after because of this sugar rush. So we all took digestive enzymes so that we could eat the cake. And it was such a cute moment. So that's the the one product I would definitely say I'm loving right now. And then the ingredient that I think that is truly helping women's health, I would say, is the two strains in our pre-probiotic and our pre and our prebiotic. So the two strains that we use in our prebiotic are called Lactobacillus acidophilus LA14 and Lactobacillus rhamnosus HN001. And we have been using these two strains since the very inception of Happy Bee. And there have been clinical studies on these two strains that improve the vaginal microbiome by 80% and basically eliminate the symptoms of bacterial vaginosis and yeast infections for basically for good. And so those two strains forever will never leave this product. And I've seen more brands in the space come out with the product that now use those two strains when we were the original brand that started using them. So one, it's because there is science to back up the benefits of what these ingredients have been able to achieve when it comes to the vaginal microbiome. But two, I think that they've probably seen the reviews and how many women have raved about these strains. And that's what's really pushing the needle forward right now when it comes to the vaginal microbiome space. And then there's the prebiotic, which is, it's called Pre4Pro. Also a lot of science behind this prebiotic. And this the only bacteriophagic prebiotic. So what that means is usually prebiotics are inulin-based or fiber-based. And when you pair prebiotics, and probiotics into the same capsule, the prebiotics have moisture. And so they can actually degrade the probiotics over time, especially if there's like a probiotic that sits on the shelf in a retail space. By the time you buy those probiotics, they could be 50% dead, maybe 80% dead, depending on how long they've been on the shelf. But ours, which is a bacteriophagic, it actually helps eliminate bacteria. So it's not 
fueling those probiotics. It's helping ensure that there's a good environment for those probiotics to survive. So if anyone needs a probiotic that's going to help with their vaginal microbiome, I'm biased, yes, because I created Happy Bee, but there is a lot of science to back up the claims and the benefits that will help ensure that you have a healthier vaginal microbiome. That's amazing because with so many supplements and vitamins, it's hard to know, right? Is it working? Maybe. I I hope so. That's the other thing. So through this journey, I've learned a lot about ingredients, the effectiveness of these ingredients, a generic ingredient versus a clinically proven ingredient, how these ingredients have to be effectively dosed in order for it to be effective. So there's so much that goes into formulating these products. And because we have the manufacturing facility and we don't sell in retailers because of this, and we also don't outsource our manufacturing because we own our manufacturing. So we know that, and we can make these claims with our customers and we can say like, no, you're getting it straight from our factory to your door. There are no middlemen involved. It's not going to a retailer. It's not sitting on a shelf. We oversee all of the supply chain. So we ensure that we're also making a safe product that's going to work for you. That is incredible. Not many companies in the supplement space in the health space can make those kinds of claims because so much is outsourced. You're like, I don't even know if what I'm consuming is truly what it says it is. So the fact that you can make those claims is really remarkable. And, you know, it's so funny because I'm remembering now that a while ago I was dealing with chronic yeast infections and my gynecologist recommended probiotics to me. And I thought like it was just so crazy. That's That was her solution. But it truly is that no two probiotics are the same. And so it's important to know what you're working with. And thank you for naming those strains because – well, hopefully the listener will just get them straight from Happy Bee, but it's important to know what to look for. Yeah, there's just so many strains out there now too. So I like a tip if you're looking for a probiotic is like always look at the supplement facts, look at the strain, and there usually will be like lactobacillus, acidophilus, and then there should be a number next to that and you should Google it and then look at all the studies, do your research and like really read through all of this clinical research. Sometimes they won't have anything. Sometimes they will. And that's how you'll be able to make a better decision as to what is going to work for you. And if you're buying on a website and you don't see any studies or like you can't find the supplement facts or maybe like they're not sharing the dosage with you, like of how much, because that's the other thing you need to ask of each individual strain, how much is inside? Because a lot of times they'll do a blend and they'll say like, okay, there's 20 billion CFUs, but how do I know how much of each one am I getting if there's just a mix of, and they're all together? So sometimes you can reach out to the company and they, they'll maybe share that, that information out with you, but most of the time they just don't. And so that's why there needs to be a lot more transparency when it comes to supplement brands. Mm, you're changing the game. Just get Happy Bee. I think that's the easy, easy yeah, solution. And you don't have to worry about research because we did it for you. <laughs> Perfect. Well, I'm sure that people listening are going to want to get their hands on some Happy Bee products. So how can people find the brand? How can people find the products? Yeah. So if you're interested in checking us out, you can go to happyv.com and that's happyvforvagina.com. And then if you want to follow along our journey and get some educational resources, 
you can find us uh, at my happy V on both Instagram and TikTok. I love it. I love your posts that you all make around like the things I didn't learn in high school that I should have or something like that. Because it's so true. It's like we're resorting to social media for information, which is beautiful and it's great. And it's also like, why are women not equipped with basic information about themselves from a young age? Could save ourselves a lot of heartache. I know. Hopefully our generation will change that. As we have children and we educate them on so many different things, like this would just be like one additional thing that we inform them on when they start asking questions or when we find the right time, because it will help them have to go through all these hoops and going down like these forums, like these women that were in these forums, hopefully we can prevent all of that from happening. And like going back to what I had said about growing up in Hispanic households, our mothers and grandmothers also didn't know. So you you can't share what you don't know either. And I've thought about that too, because I remember when I was telling my mom that I was going to start this company, she was just like, why? Why would you do that? And I'm like, because there are a lot of people out there that don't know about these issues. And slowly but surely, she started coming around and opening up about her own health concerns. And then I remember asking her, like, why didn't you share any of this information with me? She's I didn't even know what was happening with me. How can I inform you on your body when I have no idea what to do with mine? And especially because our female bodies change so much throughout the different stages of life, right? Like, we're not even talking about menopause, which is the mm-hmm. next sort of phase of, yeah. of vaginal health and understanding how that impacts it. I know that you also create products around that, which I think is so great. But yeah, thank you for bringing that in. If you, you don't know what you don't know, but I do think we'll be the generation to change that for sure. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for your time, for your energy, for your vulnerability, and for the amazing work that you're doing. I know that people are going to be excited to connect with the brand, connect with you. So we'll link it all in the show notes. But thank you so much for today. Thank you so much for having me. This was such a great conversation. And I hope to speak to you again. Yeah, I'll see you in Miami. Yes. (laughs) 